coming up on this episode of Club Scene Chatroom, we talk all about the label creators. What are the requirements to be considered a creative person? What makes us feel creative? We unpack all that and more in this episode, episode 48. and welcome back to Club Scene Chatroom. This is the podcast by two creatives that has nothing to do with clubbing of the violent or party kind. I am Rochelle, but today I'm entering the chatroom as Leafy Green in my bean. Who are you? Hi, I'm Joelle and I'll be entering the chatroom as Machine because it rhymes. Ooh. Machine because it rhymes. <laughs> That's the whole. Uh huh. I was gonna finish. I was gonna do a rhyming one, but then you went in the bean, and then you finished the uh-huh. rhyme. But I was like, I still. Oh. <laughs> so I went. I got you. Machine. Anyway, leafy green in the bean machine. It rhymes. That's my, that's the new name of our podcast. <laughs> Starting off this week's episode, Joelle and I would like to acknowledge that we are hosting this podcast on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our deepest respects to elders past, present and emerging. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We would also, we would also like to extend our respects to all First Nations leaders and community members across the globe whose land on which our work may be enjoyed upon and people may be joining us today. To have a very spicy intro, so you may have noticed Joel and I are writing more notes recently for our podcast, right? So planning, thinking ahead. Today's intro consists... That was an accident. Today's intro... Today's intro... Wow! (laughs) Today's intro consists purely of one sentence, which is today we're going to be talking about creativity. It's supposed to be like a little zinger, but since I gave it such a preface, it's not really a zinger, but... So we're going to kick it off with our everyone's favourite segment, Please React. (laughs) Creativity. Being creative. Labels to do with creativity. Joelle, please react. Oh, I see the paintbrush emoji with the the palette. Yeah. That's a classic. That's pen. a classic. The, the pen, the paintbrush, and the, the brush, and the, the brush, and the, and the palette. <laughs> there are corresponding arm movements for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rochelle, creativity. Please react. Um, oh, I thought of the wave one. I know we've used that one again, but I guess because like it's like based on the, the wave is pretty the great wave vocal, artwork. So, you know, you can take it in whichever which way. In ever which in whichever yeah. which wave you want. In ever which oh. wave wave. Oh, whichever wave you want to take it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Dude, this podcast is so we break, just, groundbreaking. We just use wave as emoji for everyone. Yeah. Um, I feel like it does sit so in our I, cause, that emoji. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I love yeah. You. There are a couple, I think, that are going to recur. They're going to be recurring stars in uh, in this 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 here, this here podcast. Stars? Oh, star, star yeah. emoji? Starum emoji. Starum emoji. Okay, we need to Anemone. get started. And the Okay, continue. And the So, <laughs> I'm going to leave all that in, by the way. Welcome back to um, the Podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're no longer really technical difficulties podcast, but we are chaotic podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the other day, recently, I don't know, I was thinking about the barriers of entry that we put on ourselves 
for being creative, in mm. quote. Um, and the nature of the label creative. I think it's something that we kind of like think about, think about a lot as like designers. Um, and I don't think we're going to touch on anything revolutionary in this 45-minute podcast, <laughs> unlike our other episodes, which are just jam-packed with mind-boggling, explosive knowledge. Um, but I, explosive knowledge. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's actually the, the alternative title of our for. podcast. Yeah, mind-boggling, explosive, explosive knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as young creatives, it's just like it's our turn to kind of have this conversation, this discussion, think about it with our yeah. little circle that we have right now with whoever's joining into this um, this episode. And yeah, I don't know if we'll come to any sort of conclusions, but I think we'll have some good fun. discussion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fun. No, fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joel, my question to you to start off this conversation is, do you consider yourself creative? I think uh, this would be pretty straightforward for spicy. you. Yeah, I spicy. mean... Straight up answer is like, yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Great. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Good night. <laughs> all right. See ya. <laughs> well, I think that episode was really good. I think we really, yeah, I think we really like made a mind boggling explosive knowledge. Explosive. <laughs> I really made a mind boggling explosive knowledge in that one. <laughs> Guys, this is the third episode we're filming in a row. Can you tell we're getting delirious? Okay, so my follow-up question to that, because I know that, I mean, because you're a designer, I think it's easy for you to label yourself as a creative. So Mm -hmm. my follow-up question to that is, what are the requirements, in your opinion, um, what are the requirements to be creative or to be labeled as a creative? You can think about this question in terms of yourself, like what it would require for you to be labeled as a creative and then for others, because it might be different. Yeah, let's do that. But yeah. Yeah, I mean... Well, what I was going to say is that, like, yeah, I, like, love this question because I love thinking about the boundaries of creativity, but I also feel like there mm. are no boundaries of creativity. So I feel like never let this question get you down because, like, everyone's creative. Well, like, I believe everyone has, like, creativity in them. Um, mm. That's all and, like, in so many different ways, like, not necessarily in just, like, art and design, but, like, yes, in, like, thinking creatively, which we can, like, get into. Mm. Um, yeah. Actually, that's a really good question. I don't know if I, like necessarily have like boundaries or like limits into which I can like pop out of or um pop back into if that makes sense like I just consider mm. myself a creative person because mm. I grew up liking you know uh draw uh, I don't want to say drawing but just like being quite crafty like I always enjoyed mm. the like very like tactile parts of like creativity so like you know collage and like making things look good and like Mm. I was always cr- creatively inclined, inclined in primary school mm. and in high school. So I think it's just something that came natural to me. And like my mum was like quite creative. So I think it's just like something mm. that's like I've grown up being like encouraged. It's something that yeah. like, which I'm like lucky to have had. Like it's as like, you know, something that like had the uh, the environment to like power through, if that makes sense. Um, totally. Yeah. I enjoy creating therefore I'm creating I feel like yeah there's yeah. like an, an element of in of enjoyment to it I guess um because mm, if you don't enjoy ma- making things look good or you don't really like care for it then like that's so fair mm. but maybe that's what makes you less creative although yeah having that said that like you could still not enjoy creating something and then create something and everyone thinks it's amazing so you know mm. I think they're like yeah the boundaries are like so so difficult 
but um that term as well I think can be like sorry to like drag this on but like no that's okay getting excited by this topic um yeah I love it it wasn't before but I think it's so actually so interesting um Mm. like you say you're like a uh, I'm trying to think of what like the opposite of a design career is, like an engineer or something, like right. you know something oh, like maybe more like a, like an accountant or like yes, a science sure. researcher. No, no, let's well, go accountant. We sure. can take any honestly any career path or like anything you do really, and it's like, well, how would an accountant be creative in the way they work? So you like it's like you can use creativity, creativity, <laughs> creativity <laughs> in the terms of productivity or like. Um, figuring out solutions. Like I definitely think that that's 100% uh, a huge part of creativity. And I guess like it depends like what kind of realm you want to go into because you can really talk about creativity in terms of literal art and design or you can yeah really draw it about like creative, the, like creative minds and a creative approach. And like, yeah, that's what makes me think like everyone is literally creative because like mm. – I feel like and making a decision, like making the simplest decision, which we do like constantly throughout the day is like, uh, can, um, what's the word, um, hint into what your creativity might be. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. There's a word I'm looking for, but it's not that important. (laughs) So like little, little bits here and there of like being able to use a creative approach might. Yeah. It all, like, adds up, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like, bigger creative approaches. Yeah. What do do you think? I like that. Yeah, well, actually, um, I took this to my Instagram because when I was thinking, I was, like, when I was writing this episode last night, lol, (laughs) long time prep, um, I, yeah, I was, like, thinking about this more. I was, like, oh, I wonder what, like, other people think. So Mm. I took it took this question to my Instagram um I think the question I posed was yeah like what what are in your opinion the requirements for someone to be considered creative and here's what you said so there were a couple themes that you hit on um Joelle I'll just kind of go through them so one of them which is I think a bit different to what you said was that you have to have created something so you're creative if you've created something you've created like a product or you have something to show for it like you've created something new you know Mm. like kind of something more tangible like there's some result you know of your ideas um the next sort of train of thought was just having something different to offer so this links into your what you're talking about with like creative approach or just like creative problem solving a creative way to think of something so i think a lot of people sort of used create creative kind of equated to innovative like you if you have a creative approach to something you're able to innovate and see things differently um have a different take on something see something with a different eye uh have fresh ideas find beauty in all things someone said um someone said when work makes you think wow i've never thought of anything like that it's innovative and it feels creative um the next sort of idea was that it's subjective anything can be seen as creative anything can be seen as art an idea that kind of branches off of that that someone shared was that it's relational so uh relational relative that's a better word Mm. um so someone shared um because neither of my parents regarded themselves as very creative growing up my mum now thinks that my photography is the most amazing thing on the planet so for me having a distinctly different talent or style to those around you makes you creative 
And I think that's really interesting. I like that. Yeah, it like links to that sort of fresh perspective idea. Mm. Um, And I guess it's kind of like, yeah, if you could bring something to a group, that will be really different. Like that'll be seen as really creative, but then you might go out and find, oh, there's all these people already doing it. Like, is your work still creative? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, more people... Yeah, what were you going to say? Were you, were you... I was just saying, yeah, like I, I like feel that because I, I, when I'm with my friends that don't study or like pursue design as a, or like create mm. something physically creative as a career, right. I'm like the well, like creative person. Creative. Like I'm, that's the, like mm. how they see me. Whereas like with you guys and stuff like we all are, but I wouldn't necessarily say mm. that that doesn't diminish our creativity. I feel like if anything, it like flourishes it. Um, yeah, or like emphasizes it yeah um but yeah I, I really like that point that's really interesting it's a, like a, a something I haven't considered before yeah I, I didn't think of that either someone's echoed the point that you said before of that like everyone is innately creative in their own way and you don't have to be artsy to be creative um Agree. Our friend Molly said, I think it's about interest, not skill. There are many mm. members of the creative community that just inspire. Mm. So it's kind of like that separation of like just just being interested in, in creative things versus like practicing creativity or having like developed or focused on drawing, which is something that's seen as very creative. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, um, something that someone else said is everyone is creative, but anyone who likes to create and use their artistic talent to stand out would be what they consider to be creative. So I think that mm. kind of like links it kind of full circle where like everyone is innately creative or they have the potential to create. But then there's like that next layer of yep. only some people throughout their lives continue to like nurture or have nurtured this fresh perspective or this different outlook right like only some people continue thinking that way for whatever reason Mm. and then from that group the next layer is sort of only some people from there share that or create something out of it but I guess creativity is there every step I don't know so I think it's kind of this interesting separation of whether we see creativity as a verb so like something you do like you do something creative or, mm. you know, you exercise creativity versus whether we see creati- creativity as an adjective, something you that describes you and that you either possess or you don't at any given time. Um, yeah, and I think the latter is generally how we tend to think of creativity. Like yeah. this person is creative or they aren't. Or like you're a creative person and I'm not, you know? And I think it kind of ties into this idea that like, you're either born good at something or you're not. And particularly mm. for like creative fields, like there's often this sort of narrative that like I put the example of dance, <laughs> dance, dance. Because um, I think there's this idea that like people are either born naturally really good dancers or born to be a dancer or they're not. But mm. like a lot of people actually sit in between. And like yeah. to become a good dancer is something that you would train to do like just like becoming um I don't know good at anything is something that you have to practice like there's also this idea that like being good at school like you're either good at maths or you're not you're either good at science or you're not Mm. but really you just have to learn the ways of thinking and of course it'll come more natural to some people but if it doesn't there are ways to learn and build on it I don't know Mm. um yeah I I was just thinking about how I saw oh were you gonna say something there you go 
Okay, I'll, yeah, I was just thinking about how I, um, there was this video that I saw on YouTube. Um, that's a clip from Dr. Phil. <laughs> so, love it, you know, love, love that. Um, but pretty much the clickbait title was like, this girl thinks she's the best dancer in the world. Oh. Um, and so it was, yeah, this girl who was like, I am the best dancer on earth. Um, you know, like <laughs> she sort of, thought that like she had this innate you know it, uh insane talent um mm. t- that made her the best dancer in the world and so what they did was they brought her on and then you know she could like dance and stuff and then um to sort of get i guess an expert opinion on whether she's the best dancer or not they got like beyonce's choreographer to come in to teach her choreo and get her to perform it and to in in sort of a professional setting of being like okay for professional dancers they would only have this amount of time to learn the choreo and then they'll have to play it back to me and then i'll pretend that we're in an audition and whether you get in or not Mm -hmm. and the thing is is like because um you know, I guess she was sort of deluded by her image of self-worth. Like, she didn't feel that she needed training or dance classes or anything um, Mm. to improve, that she was just born, like, the best dancer in the world. Um, So, obviously, when she has to, like, take choreo, like, she can't pick it up as quickly as someone who has trained would, and she can't perform it with, like, the same precision that's demanded from that dance style. Um, But does that mean that she can't dance? No, not at all. Um, but it's something that she would get better at if she would practice at it. Like, it doesn't mean Mm. her dancing isn't good and valid or the best in some cases now, but I think also she would get better and have more tools to use if she wants to create her own dances, if she were to, like, keep working on it, you know? So, yeah, it's, like, being a creative is, like, something you work at. It's not something that you're either just born with or you're not and like that's the end of the story because all the all the creatives that you admire like that's they've worked on it and that's something they've built over you know extended periods of time um so yeah I just said like in my notes like creativity is a muscle you flex um just as you flex creativity while you're writing or you're drawing you flex creativity when you like it could be like when you're baking and stuff like that it's all like Mm. stuff you have to like um build and like train your creative muscle Mm. to do you know you can't just like come into the kitchen and be like bim bam bomb creme brulee let's go you know (laughs) yeah i like that because i think creativity like presents itself as such a like like you're saying like innate or like natural thing that like not necessarily you either have or you don't but it's just like it comes to you because like Especially because creativity isn't, like, a mathematical question. It's not like there is an answer. So if you are creative, then, like, you're bringing your own perspective, your your own thing to the table. So, therefore, it's – you're not necessarily getting help. Um, But I like Mm, the way you put it in that it's, like, you still can work on it even though there is no, like – right or wrong answer it's still something that you can like build on and like um train and learn and learn through other like with others and learn through others creativity and like all that kind of stuff so yeah you like that yeah yeah i like this Ooh. process of thought i feel like thought. i'm like hearing so many perspectives and i'm like wow so i also asked on my instagram when did you first consider yourself creative mm. joelle i don't know do you have an answer for this 
That's like such a great question. Um, I guess you like you kind of touched on it where it's like yeah. you would have been encouraged and told you were like creative. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I was more so like encouraged than I was told. But mm. I mean, do you remember like in like grade five or six? being the more creatively inclined when it came to like art classes and um Mm. those kind of things like I do remember being the more like you know like excited by and like you know passionate about so I feel like maybe that's when I like started to notice it for myself rather than it is a thing that I like shouldn't should should strive towards live up to oh yeah yeah Yeah, I relate to that it's like you kind of feel like oh I like art yeah so I guess I'm kind of different <laughs> question mark I guess um, that's something yeah. cool about me <laughs> I guess I dwell 10 I, I like art <laughs> um yeah so I asked you all when did you first consider yourself creative so yeah there were kind of these like recurring themes um one aspect would be external validation so if maybe someone else pointed it out Mm. and was like this is kind of like the encouragement thing of being like oh you're really good at drawing or like hey that thing you made that's nice or like oh that's like good you know I remember for me like so this wasn't the first part point I considered myself creative but it was definitely a, a hashtag moment in time for me when people would start coming to me asking me to do things for them that were creative um my yearbook quote was Rochelle you're create <laughs> Rochelle you're creative can you do blank like it, it kind of like was a Aww. phenomena phenomenon phenomenon in my life being like oh am I like the creative person although I, I, I did that. definitely consider myself creative at that yeah. point already but yeah another aspect which links into that is being told that you're special or you're different you know mm. I, I definitely resonate with this one a lot of like oh you're creative or like oh you're you're gifted you're a gifted child some people replied with that or like yeah you're you're a like special child you have like a gift um yeah i, I think that. that's <laughs> like when people allowed themselves yeah to to comfortably fit under the label creative Mm. then there's the other aspect which is internal validation um so this might be when you've done something new and then you realize it's working so someone uh put this really nicely they said envisioning an idea and bringing it to life that's from oh my na 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 (laughs) um and i think that's yeah that's a really good point of like yeah seeing the fruits of your labor like seeing something come out that's in line with your vision and like Mm. that's a moment where you can say to yourself oh I can do that um this is one that you touched on before which is you're able to enjoy creativity um or you found a creative solution to a problem then you might think of yourself as oh I'm creative and then we kind of got to this this interesting point which was um someone responded Um, So to the question, when did you first consider yourself creative? They said, when I started doodling in middle school, I'm a science major in college now, so kind of confused with myself. Um, And then there was another response from one of my friends who um, is a very like gifted musician. And she said, I used to like do a lot of music and be surrounded by a lot of music. And then now not so much. Mm. So it's this other interesting thing is like if you're not involved in it anymore Ooh. it's not taking up a big focus of your life yeah does that make you any less creative are you not a creative person full stop anymore mm. we'll get to that 
in a bit. Um, before then, though, I wanted to um, sort of read some responses of why people felt that they weren't creative and they weren't willing to put that label on themselves. So the first one is what I just mentioned, which is you're no longer engaged in creative things. So you don't you don't feel you fit under that label. Mm-hmm. Another is you just feel stuck in a box. You feel like it's that's not your realm of existence. You don't think that you have any fresh takes on things. You don't think that you offer a different perspective. Maybe you're just, this is one that I just thought of. Um, maybe you're afraid to like, you don't want to be like that girl, like on Dr. Phil, where you come in and um, you don't, like you're afraid of looking like you think you're amazing and you think you are fantastic, but completely unaware of how mediocre you are. So you're afraid mm. to put that label onto yourself because you associate mm. it with, some sort of being exceptional or something like that Mm. um yeah and I guess that kind of ties into that sometimes we can like gatekeep ourselves from from accepting these labels because we have so much respect for creatives um and especially because creativity is already largely undervalued which is a huge issue um that there can be this desire to like overcompensate and not want to disrespect other creatives by claiming to be part of their pack and part of their world you're like oh, well, I respect, like, creative so much, like, I don't want to put myself with them, like, you know, like, I don't want to be disrespectful. Um, Mm. So, like, one example that I sort of thought of with that is our wonderful friend and friend of the podcast, Maggie. She's clearly very creative, um, Mm -hmm. and she's a good designer. Like, you can see this in, for example, she uses this with her focus now. So she studied graphic design um, with us and then um, kind of has more of a focus on like writing, media and that kind of stuff now. Um, but even with her Instagram influencer stuff, she uses her design skills to create um, stories with like about um, meeting a brand and sort of their ethics and sustainability. Um, and so she uses her design skills, but I know that she's hesitant to call herself a designer because she has so much respect for designers Mm. and I know that that's kind of like already within being creative I think she would definitely consider herself creative but yeah I just think it's interesting that is really interesting um yeah and so one one commenter said oh yeah I was gonna say that's sort of similar with me I've I think I've mentioned on the podcast, I don't know, but I'm hesitant to call myself an animator because I don't think that the animation I do lives up to the other animation that other actual animators do um which I don't know yeah I don't know if this is a bad thing but yeah and then uh going back to the larger umbrella of of creativity as a label uh one person responded other people put so much effort into their art and I don't feel deserving of that title uh I got another response which was from unfiltered may I never actually thought about that so why you wouldn't consider yourself to be creative Mm -hmm. i take photos i draw i make videos i write i read yet i never actually labeled i never actively labeled myself as a creative i wonder if perhaps i just never felt like i was good enough to call myself a creative which is ironic because in your previous question slot i answered a creative is whatever they dream themselves to be so i guess it's kind of that like like how i asked you in the beginning like if i don't know what what it would take for you to be a creative is different for other people. I think we're more forgiving with other people. Like, sure, if you want to consider yourselves creative, that's great. Totally. But then for ourselves, we're more harsh yeah. and we're like, do I belong I with these that. people? Mm. Hello, everybody. It's Rochelle popping in here for this week's Poetour. Poetour. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. This 
weekend, we are doing a live episode of Club Scene Chat Room, our live episode for the month of September. Very exciting. So join us this Saturday. That's the 19th of September um, at 3 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, I want to say. Is that what it stands for? Sure. For episode 48, no, 49. Yes, 49. We'll be playing a game of Super Fight and just hanging out with the chat and you guys can vote for who wins, you know, the Super Fight battles. It's going to be it's going to be a good time. And then another live stream that is happening the following weekend is episode four of a series of live streams that I'm doing every two weeks called Still Life Live. It's where we take an hour out of our little Sunday um, just to be creative and exercise creativity. So we'll, we all draw from a Still Life composition that I make and I'm pretty bad at making them, but that's okay. Um, and you don't have to draw it if you don't want to. We just, you know, take time to, to be creative and you don't have to as we discussed in this episode, be consider yourself a creative person to draw, take part, you know. It's all about just showing up and hanging out. Um, so that'll be on Sunday, the 27th of September. Both live streams are happening at 3 p.m. AEST. And the links to those streams, <laughs> that's a weird phrase. The links to those live streams will be in the show notes. So yeah, hopefully we'll see you there. All right, back to the episode. So let's talk about gatekeeping. We're running out of time, but we we have to touch on this. No, it's a good topic, though, yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, a lot of you lovelies expressed the same thought that actually prompted me to want to host this episode and talk about this topic, which was that creating the separation between creative or not creative or I'm allowed to do this or I'm not allowed to do this is harmful for yourself and the creative community in general. So while it's good to always keep ourselves humble and in check, I think it's hard to balance distancing yourself from the podiums of people that you admire. So like all the creatives that you admire um, without equating that to meaning that you belong in the dirt and in this realm, you could never live up to their standards. So you might as well never try, right? So like, I think like, why does this all matter whether we label ourselves as creative or not? Well, mm. I think sometimes and what yeah prompted me to want to talk about this was that like sometimes when we don't allow ourselves to think of um, ourselves as as creative or sort of able to dabble in these different worlds because we, we respect them so much or for whatever reason, we stop ourselves from being able to try things. Like I think sometimes we need to allow ourselves to feel that we belong under a certain label Um to allow ourselves to keep creating and to feel like we're allowed and safe to explore the realm of creativity, you know? Mm. Um, Yeah, and so the other big thing when I was thinking about this topic was that gatekeeping ourselves and um, the creative, from the creative community or gatekeeping people from the creative community if you consider yourself to be a part of it discourages creative careers or people to pursue creativity um which really sucks because creative careers are already discouraged in so many ways yeah. so like you just think like people are people are considered brave when they consider a creative career mm. or um in schools generally it's like not really supported to have the foundational knowledge of how to be creative um both in like the ways that creativity feeds into other areas um but even but also in terms of like um creative forms like drama or um 
art or music. Yeah. Like I feel like you're more likely to come out of high school having written one good essay that you really like versus creating one art piece that you really like. And that's not to say that writing isn't a creative medium, but I think like in terms of the spectrum of creativity that you're able to explore and how deep you're able to go into it mm. is pretty limited. That's so true. Um, yeah, and then when you come out of it, I mean, Joelle and I can sort of relate to this a, a bit and we're already in a very privileged position, mm. um, but there isn't enough infrastructure to make creativity a supported journey. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for us, again, we're in a very privileged position um, and we still find it difficult to to build a creative career and to feel supported coming out of our tertiary education, which we already are fortunate enough to have gone to um, and felt supported in. And then coming out of that, we're still like, don't feel very supported in terms of trying to build a creative career. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, it's interesting because like, we're in the kind of yeah. industry where it's like, jobs aren't just like being given out after you finish it's not like which a mm. lot of career paths have and like it's very especially because creative is so like we like this whole conversation is it's so um subjective <laughs> therefore yeah. finding a job in something that someone where someone considers you creatively suitable for them is mm. makes it is so narrow like the pathway to that um is so narrow because everyone is so different in terms of creativity mm. so it does make it really difficult on top of yeah not already it being an already difficult <laughs> um yeah yeah totally totally yeah so it's like why why does all this matter right so like i just think when creative, air quotes, is a label that people are afraid to put on themselves, they're less likely to invest time and or money into their creativity and to finding their creativity. And I think that's a shame because it would be nice for everyone to feel validated and be able to explore creativity in any capacity. Totally. And I think it's hard to imagine that more people being creative would be a bad thing. So I think it's a good mission to try and break down those barriers. Yeah. And even within, you know, the creative community, a lot of gatekeeping, whether it's enforced by something else or just enforced by ourselves, um, exists. And we touched on this before of like branching into other realms. Um, for example, Joelle, like being afraid to maybe label yourself an illustrator because like you admire illustrators totally. or, um, you know, being afraid to like, for me, call myself an animator, um, which is like, I don't think when it's within the creative community, it's necessarily at, like for those examples I just gave, I don't think they're necessarily bad because yeah. it's like out of respect, but I think it's, it's fine as long as it doesn't stop us from trying it. Like just cause you don't consider yourself a full on illustrator doesn't mean you're not illustrating. Like you're still allowing yourself to take baby steps into dipping your toes into it and allowing yourself to explore in that realm. Totally. So I think it's fine and the label doesn't really matter in that case. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it'll also be really interesting to one day talk to like someone who does more fine arts mm. because I think that's like probably the world, I mean, I could be wrong, but probably the world where there's like the most of the idea of like, what is real art? Pure Like that's not real, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Like this is pure art. And I think that sort of world is most associated with like, 
for success, you need cultural capital. Mm. And there's kind of not really other ways about it. So I think the sort of ideas around gatekeeping and judgment and labels would be like, in terms of creativity, particularly heightened in that world. So one day we should, yeah, have... um, like a fine arts friend on here for sure um and any of you i know some of you guys are fine arts people so share your thoughts with us yeah um but yeah so to kind of like try draw some conclusions um i think yeah what the attitude that joe and i both have and of course feel free to jump into this last part um i know this has all been me talking um, no, it's so that. i feel like i'm like mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like welcome back to my ted talk i think that it just all comes back to like after unpacking all of this i think it's kind of clear that like the label creative like doesn't really matter but it does matter in terms of giving yourself permission to try something mm. you know so I think this is the little conclusion I wrote. You don't have to consider yourself a photographer to start taking photos. You don't have to consider yourself a writer to start writing. I think as long as you're willing to take that jump and to find the beauty in starting something because of the excitement of knowing you'll grow, even if you start off being shit at it, rather than being, ex- uh, rather than being excited because you think you're going to be studying breathtaking, never been done before as soon as you start... As long as, like, you know that learning, failing, and trying again doesn't equate wasting your time, then I think that that's all that matters. I think the label, you know, doesn't doesn't matter as long as you're able to still give that world a try and, like, mm. be, you know, respectful and open and support yourself while you do it. Another big motivation for me wanting to talk about this on the podcast was I know a lot of people that are in this place or came from this place of being so fearful of the label of creative that it stopped them from trying to pursue their creativity to even make a start and be really like also discouraged by them trying and trying to start and then seeing that their work isn't good um and then stopping because they think that it's um again goes back to like something you have or you don't have and being afraid of like being bad and like that oh they're never going to get better or or fearful that if they keep trying and investing time it's going to be a waste of time and they're never going to live up to sort of their ideas of where they would want to be and the people they admire yeah but something that was often said to us in our design course was that if you start off and if you don't like your work that's okay it means that you have good taste it means that yeah you know and that's a sign that you're on the right track so it's like a good thing to to I mean not to it's not a good thing I mean it's a good thing to be able to recognize you know when you don't like your work but reinforce that not with being like I'm terrible I'm shit I'm never gonna get good at this you know end of story um but rather that you're able to identify when things work when they don't and you can see work that you really like and you have a taste you just need to keep building to it like I get like again what we said it's a muscle that you flex and you train so I just yeah I wanted to like encourage people out there and the people who um yeah felt that they weren't allowed or like are afraid to be creative that like 
it's okay. It's not that high stakes. Like we've said, the label creative doesn't matter. And I think that's the reason why you should consider yourself creative. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, I was literally literally gonna bring that up about like at uni because I, Mm. I mean, personally, I've always been like, oh, I hate my like. I was one of those people that was just like, this doesn't look good. This never looks great. And I think like Mm. throughout the process of like studying and like being at uni, I like Mm. learned to like differentiate. Like obviously, because I became a better designer, um, like I was able to like reflect on those like emotions and realize that yeah, it wasn't because I like was bad necessarily but yeah it was just because I was like recognizing that I wasn't there yeah like I hadn't yeah given my, I haven't given myself time to actually learn what was right and wrong or like what for me obviously like again creative creativity mm. is subjective but what was like in my mm. opinion looked good and bad and I think yeah like you were saying like because something looked bad f- first it's just like well it's not possible to like do anything beyond that because that's all you're capable of but in reality, mm. like we were saying before, it's something that you can build on and then, like, that will you will, like, grow from. So, yeah. I, like, yeah, totally. totally. That. But, yeah, I definitely yeah. think that growing up, I, I I feel like that phrase being like, oh, no, I'm not creative, so I can't do that. It, like, it's mm. it seems so familiar to me. Like, I feel like it's something that, like, at least the people I was surrounded by, like, yeah, which is, like, so it's, like, disheartening because it's, like, yeah, no one – that's such a um, yeah, like limiting kind of mentality to have, I think, um, mm. not even just in terms of creativity, but just in terms of like being able to do anything, saying like, I can't do this is like really putting a barrier and being like, well, yeah. <laughs> if you can't think you can, then you're not going to be able to do it. You know what I mean? Which is yeah, like, totally. don't get me wrong, like it's so hard to like overcome as well. But I think mm. that's, that's where like education and learning comes in and why it's so important to like learn from others and learn from being at school and, and Mm. from doing and creating and just like constantly applying yourself. Mm, Totally. And like also creativity. And this is something that um, we've been trying to sort of like push is Mm -hmm. that like creativity is about sort of like it's not always about the end product. And I know with design, it's like hard to think that way because it is about the end product. But particularly while you're studying, like, it is about the process and, like, learning from the process. And, like, you should expect yourself to make mistakes because that means that you're growing, you know? Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, like Joelle said, like, learn from people, learn from those you admire, take lessons from them, you know? Yeah. Totally. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. (laughs) Lovely. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's kind of all I had. I guess conclusion is no, that's great. give yourself that's permission it. to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, always. Yeah. And Forever yeah, I think and it definitely always. I think definitely also like lean into the idea of like creativity is something that you you do and you exercise mm. rather than it you are or you aren't at any given yeah. time. Like throw that away. I feel like it's just not really helpful, you know? I okay. wonder if it's like awesome. a, you know how people are like, oh, I always, I need to go exercise. I need to go exercise because it's good for my health and stuff like that. It's like, mm. well, creativity is good for you too. So go do, go do your creativity. Go do your creativity. <laughs> I need to create. I need to create. I need, I need to, I need to go practice my creativity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Creati- cre- cre- creativity is good for the soul. Oh, I, I, I will hopefully continue when this comes up. I'll be doing like I've been, I'll hopefully have been doing, 
um, live stream drawing sessions that are all about just coming together and taking the time to create. They're called Still Life Live. So I don't know if the project of the week will be that. I don't know. I don't know. This, we're recording this quite far in advance, but you should join me for that. Um, yes. Because, yeah, it's really just about taking time to engage in creativity, and that's it. That's all it is. Like, so much fun. No, that not, doesn't have to be anything more. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to go to our oh, question of the week. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> it's so delayed. <laughs> uh. um, huh? So I actually thought of this question before mm. which was what's one way you've been creative this past week Ooh. everyone even if you're not going to send it to us like have a think on this like close your eyes and identify and validate yourself in one way that you've been creative this past week i guarantee you it will exist it can be super small mm. you know um so share your thoughts share your responses with us if you would like to on instagram point and um or in the comment section of the youtube version of this episode which goes up on our club scene youtube channel um or feel free to send us a digital letter that's an email to club scene letters at gmail.com that's club scene l-e-t-t-e-r-s at gmail.com um all of the links will be in the show notes as always as always and now forever out of breath and now we move on to our final segment which is a rena recommendation oh my god i actually don't have one for this I love how abruptly it ends at the end. Oh yeah, I don't. I didn't have anyone. I didn't have anyone written for this. Oh my god, excuse me. How dare you, Joelle? What happens when you record three podcasts? I feel like I'm really bro- using up all my energy right now. Oh uh, yeah, truly. Recommendation. This isn't like anything in particular. But like, cause I don't. It's not like a specific link to something. But I've started doing vocal warm ups. Oh yeah. On Spotify, I've just been finding like playlists. So if actually, if oh, anyone cool. has any like fun vocal warm ups that they do, because I'm trying to, I, I find them a little bit long and <laughs> and yeah. like not as exciting as like you know singing a song. Um, <laughs> but I literally just search what vocal warm up playlist on Spotify. Um, mm. Which is, yeah, a little bit of a tiddly-diddly fun. A little bit of tiddly-diddly fun. Mm, I like it. Yeah. My random rec for this week is uh, ContraPoints. Um, I recently, the past couple days, which now when this goes up will be weeks ago, but <laughs> I started watching ContraPoints because I'd heard a lot about her channel, but never, yeah, watched her. I don't think I've actually talked to you about this, Joe. Um yeah, I don't think I've either. Yeah, and Joe's not on on YouTube, so let me explain what she does. She um makes social commentary videos that are uh, well. This is why I love them. They are excellent in their commentary. I I really enjoy her perspective, um, and visually they are so striking. Like every video is like a piece of art, and they can be quite long as well. Like one of them was like. Or close to two hours long but wow. do i mind no um yeah like 
I think she just puts so much into the production of every element of the video, but they still feel very genuine, warm, like she's able to still add in little like jokes uh, and yeah, it's it's just engaging and entertaining every single step of the way because of the visuals, visuals, because of the visuals, because of the nature of how she's able to write and um, construct commentary and then also because of her personality and what she injects into it. Highly recommend. Um, mm. Yeah, it's uh, I really like her videos on um, opulence. Uh, well, these are the yeah, these are the ones that stand out to me. I like all of the ones that I've seen so far. Um, but yeah, um, her opulence video is really good. Beauty and cringe. Um, yeah, I I, really cool. I really liked them. Um, especially the cringe one, like, she goes into why do we find cringe content interesting, fascinating, when Mm. does it go too far, that kind of stuff, and she provides a lot of commentary on, like, the trans community as well, as a, like, trans Mm. woman herself, so, yeah, and actually, I think, um, one of the things that sort of, like, stood out to me that kind of echoed in this topic, or echoes in this kind of topic of creativity is, like, kind of what we were talking about before in the fine arts sort of world is like what is true creativity what's true art you know and it does play out in the design world as well this is good design what is what is good design you know what is good taste what is true design um and yeah so she kind of like points out these these aspects of the trans community where it's like um people will put down other trans people trans people themselves will put out put down other trans people being like attention all we have a fake transgender in the midst i a real transgender am here to let you know that we have a fake transgender you know she's making Mm. us all look bad like you know um kind of like disowning people of your own community um to lift yourself up and feel validated in your place Mm. in the community sort of like touches on the ideas of gatekeeping um and yeah she also like um references like talks about in the opulence video like the ideas of taste and good taste and 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 the beauty video as well actually so i just highly recommend yeah Yeah. i think um creatives will actually get a lot out of them and then just in general anyone amazing yeah okay so this episode has been like an hour we love that um with that with that i'll be signing out of the chat room for now but you can find me on instagram at the rochelle fish and i'll also be signing out of the chat room but you can find me on instagram at joel with dots and you can find us together at club club dot dot scene um uh before we go if you enjoyed this episode be sure to leave us a review on apple podcasts um this really helps us um by letting apple Podcasts know that people are enjoying the show which in turn helps other people find the show and helps us sort of like grow the show to so we can get this to a place where it's like more sustainable for us to run um and make sure that you are subscribed or following club scene chat room on whatever podcasts podcast platform you listen to us on also just recommending club scene chat room to a friend um really helps us out a lot it helps spread the love um get more people who might enjoy the podcast listening to the podcast if you think oh creativity labels being labels with creativity hey you might enjoy this then send that friend this episode or just share on your story that you're listening <laughs> and to. hello if you are that friend Welcome. Hi, that friend. It's nice to see you. I, I'm so glad you're here with us yeah. right now. I, 
I've just been, I've been waiting for a while to like presence. see you around here and uh, I'm just really, really Yeah, I've heard so much about you. That's it. Thanks for joining us in this conversation. Love you all so much. Oh, and thank you so much to everyone who sent their responses, oh, which yeah. helped construct this episode. Okay. Bye. Goodbye now. Love you. Bye.